to the Fertility Warriors podcast. My name is Robin Birkin and I'm your host. And the podcast, the website robinbirkin.com is all about helping women who are struggling to have a baby to start feeling a little bit of joy again and to start feeling calm, confident and empowered and definitely not feel anxious and worried and stressed out by the journey. Today's podcast is brought to you by a webinar that I have coming up on the 11th of May, which is about all about helping you go from a stressed out warrior to confident warrior. So warrior with an O and warrior with an A, get it, right? Um, but if you would like to register for that webinar, and I really encourage you to do so, we'll be talking about five actions that you can take to start feeling more calm, confident, and empowered on your journey, then head to robinburkin.com slash warrior, W-O-R-R-I-E-R, robinburkin.com slash warrior. And today what I wanted to talk to you about is how to be a better patient at your fertility clinic. And it seems like a really random thing to say, how can you be a better patient? They need to be better to me, but we need to be better to them in order to get the best results from our fertility clinic. Let's be real here for a moment and say that, yes, it is really the name of the game to fall pregnant and have a baby. It is very important that we do all of the things right uh, and that means not neglecting our emotional health and I talked today in the Fertility Warrior support and chat group on Facebook uh, about taking action and we really fail so often on our journeys to take action when it comes to our emotional health we brush our teeth every day but we can't find like five seconds or five minutes to do the things that we need to do so we'll talk, be talking about all of that on the webinar but today we are talking about how to be a better patient and it's a holistic thing we need to put in uh, steps as well when it comes to our fertility clinic to help them help us so that's what we're going to talk about today and i've got eight things that you can do to be a better patient at your fertility clinic. So let's get into it. Number one is ask questions. It is really important that when you are at your fertility clinic, you get clear on what they are asking you and telling you to do. It's clear that you understand why you're doing it, what is happening and things like that. And I completely know that sometimes you get into the appointment and you feel a bit bamboozled, you might feel a bit stressed, and therefore, you know, like you'll have this cortisol release, which can cause a cloudy brain, but it's really important for you to do this. So what you need to do is think about writing your questions down before you go to your fertility appointment, or you might jot your questions down as you think of them while you are in your appointment. So you might take a notepad and a pen, or if you have questions after your appointment, make sure that you call or make sure that you send them an email and ask those questions. But don't sit in the dark. Don't sit in your appointments, which I know you are paying good money for, and think about things that you want to ask but feel too scared to ask them. You're paying good money at a fertility clinic. They want you to be 100% clear on what's going on, and it's really up to you to be empowered to 
ask those questions and get crystal clear on exactly what is going on and that helps you be a better patient to them, helps them get a better result for you because you are clear on what's going on, you understand fully what the procedures are. So ask questions from your fertility specialist. Number two is give them respect. So part of that is about understanding that they have studied this for a very, very long time and they do this pretty much all day long. So we need to give them the respect that they deserve. They've probably studied at university for about 4,726 years to get where they are and to understand what they know. And I know that in my journey in particular, I came into everything really distrustful of the medical profession because I had been on this wellness journey. I had discovered that, you know, there were general practitioners who may not have treated me quite right and may have dismissed some of my concerns. And so I came into it with a little bit of distrust and it took me a while to sit back and think, okay, well, actually, no, I really need to trust this medical team because they actually know what they're talking about. And it's, if I feel a bit distrusting, then we go back to number one, which is let's ask questions to overcome the fears, the anxieties and things like that that I have. Let's ask questions to understand a little bit better what is happening, why it's happening, rather than potentially going home and not trusting what they're doing, potentially going home and not doing exactly what they've told us, or you know, even just the mindset of sitting in our appointments and thinking that what they are doing is wrong because we don't fully understand. So number three on our tips on how to be a better patient for your fertility clinic is please disclose everything. Don't leave things out. And I know, you know, that it can sometimes be so tempting because we're embarrassed, we're ashamed, we're scared of what they might tell us. So some examples that I can think of where a fertility clinic might ask you something is what other supplements are you taking? But you may have seen on the internet that there is this really, really great supplement of this, that, that, that you are convinced is going to help you on your journey. And you don't want to tell them because you're scared that they might tell you not to take it. They might be uh, telling you that you need to lose weight and they might be asking you questions about your lifestyle and you might be really, really scared to tell them about X, Y, Z because again, you might feel ashamed, scared they might tell you to stop doing something or you might not want to hear their advice, which then we go back to number two. They might ask you a whole bunch of lifestyle questions and you're too scared to give them the answer. But the thing is, if you don't give them the you know, the full truth and nothing but the truth, then they can't help you to the best of their ability. And not only that, but they might prescribe you some medications that might contradict or dilute the results uh, because you are taking something else that conflicts with it. They All sorts of things like that. It is so important that we give our specialists the full truth and nothing but the truth and also understand that you know they this is what they do all the time so they've probably heard it before there are weird and wonderful things and trust me i have done 
all kinds of weird and wonderful things. I am sure they've heard it before. And there might be even things that you are convinced will work. And if we as a fertility group don't share some of these things with our fertility specialists, and even, you know, sometimes they're things that have worked for us. If we don't share those things with them, then they will forevermore not know that they exist, not know that they work, things like that, not know that we feel comfortable or not know that certain things make us feel uncomfortable. It's fascinating uh, today because I was talking with one of my one-on-one coaching clients who has been a member of the Fertility Warrior Intensive Program as well. Uh, The doors for that are closed for the minute, but if you would like to be some of the first to know when the doors open to learn more about what is in this program, you have to head to the website and have a look and you can be on the wait list to find out more. But but the one-on-one coaching is still available. Sorry, that's a bit of an aside. But I was talking to a client. We were talking about the progesterone in oil that is prescribed in the United States. And compared to in Australia, we always have the pessaries slash suppositories. Um, So it's not the most pleasant thing, but injections aren't the most pleasant thing either, but it doesn't freaking hurt. And it's not that whole like constant injection. So it's a suppository or a pessary. So it's still not pleasant, but it's really fascinating to me that a lot of the doctors in the United States are still prescribing the progesterone in oil. And they do that because of the, like a mindset thing for them. But in Australia, perhaps we're a bit more progressive that we do the suppositories and the pessaries. And I'm not even sure if the suppositories or the pessaries are cheaper because it's hard to tell with the way that the Australian medical slash insurance system slash Medicare system works. But that comes down to a mindset thing. If you don't tell your doctor that you might be uncomfortable, you might ask your doctor about pessaries. If you have a real problem with the progesterone in oil, then your doctor won't find out. Your doctor will They'll, you know, across the United States, if that is something that women wholly don't want to know, slash don't ask, slash you don't tell your doctor and communicate effectively, then they can never know that perhaps a pessary or suppository is a more pleasant option. They might not research for themselves to see if the success rates for that are the same. So I think it's really important. Uh, likewise, I we had a fertility warrior meetup here in Perth. Uh, On another side note, we have one in New York coming up and we advertise those through the Facebook group, the Fertility Warriors Support and Chat Group on Facebook. It's a closed group. So if you join, none of your friends and family will be able to see what you post. And there are ways to make your groups private from people on Facebook. You just have to go to your privacy settings. But we were having a meetup and we were talking about pre-genetic screening and that the particular clinic that I went to currently doesn't offer pre-genetic screening. But here's the thing, we need to tell them that that's something that we all want and that's what convinces them to then go ahead and get that to help us. So I guess, you know, we need to be really, really honest and we need to tell them if that's a real concern for us, we need to be really, really honest and tell them if we decide that we are thinking of changing clinics, that that might be something that we're looking at. If we are doing something within our lifestyle and we're scared to tell them, you need to really tell them because, the you know, like I say, this could really actually affect our treatment. And the thing that I always come back to is the person who we are spending the most money with 
is our fertility clinic. If we are undergoing IUI or IVF, these are the people we're paying the most money. So I always feel like their advice to some degree trumps the advice that anybody else gives you about what supplements, medications and things like that you should take. So number five is I really don't think that you should treat your fertility clinic as one-stop shop slash everything that you are doing. There are, they are here to treat some of the physical symptoms and overcome some of the barriers to conceiving. And they do that through medications. They do that through IUI. So, you know, when you have intrauterine uh, inception, then what you are insemination, then what you are doing is essentially skipping that barrier to like a hostile cervical mucus, which is a thing, or you you know getting the sperm that much closer to the egg so they don't have to swim as far. There's so many barriers that they are crossing, and they do that in a physical sense but there are also things that are required from you and there are some things when it comes to fertility that we 100% know make an impact so for example smoking we know that smoking makes an impact and 100% of the responsibility for that is upon you so sometimes I feel like we really get that uh, onus of what is whose responsibility is what um, wrong but also we say you know like okay well no this is I'm paying them a lot of money so I therefore deserve a hundred percent success rate so I'm therefore not going to put in any effort at all and that's kind of not true because there is a lot that you can control and so sometimes it's the opposite end of the scale where we just want to hang on to control so much. And it's funny because when I talk about control, you know, when I talk, all of my clients were type A's and this is what I was like as well. I just want to control this experience. I want to know every single tiny little thing that my specialist is doing and control it. And, you know, where sometimes you have to let go of that physical element. Sometimes I'm not sure that I want to go into IVF just yet because I feel like I can just tweak this. Sometimes it is necessary. So sometimes we really need to listen to our bodies, but we can't expect the fertility clinic to work miracles if we are constantly working against them in every sense. Uh, And also, you know, when it comes to our fertility, one of the things, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm a big advocate of building the team. So who is in your team? And everybody has a different role to play. And your fertility clinic, your fertility specialist has a particular role to play, but they are not playing every single role. So they are there to help you with the physical, you know, medical aspect of your treatment and there are so many other things so many other cogs in the wheel so perhaps for you if you are looking at your fertility journey your life journey all of these things that are not working in harmony with each other and looking at okay well what is not happening so I am feeling stressed anxious not supported on my journey okay well what do I need to feel calmer do I need to take a yoga class do i need to get a fertility coach to come and help me 
with my journey? Do I need to start meditating? What kind of things do I need to do to support myself in that sense? And then you can say, okay, well, I've got my specialist. I tick that box off. Now I've got this whole mind body thing ticked off. Okay, now I'm going to do that. Um, I have got my lifestyle under control. So I am eating the best diet that I can eat. I am not doing things like smoking. So it's about not not sitting on your um, heels and doing nothing and expecting them to work miracles, but really helping and supporting your fertility specialist and lifting them up and helping them to help you get the best success rate from treatment rather than expecting them to do all the work because sometimes it's like you just can't fit a square into a circle. You need to come to the party as well so we can't necessarily expect them to work miracles if we're not putting in the work on our part as well number six on my list is to keep them in the loop so i think it's really really important if you are having symptoms that are really worrying for you if you know you feel that things aren't working out for you that you really keep them in the loop and give them a call in your cycle if you start bleeding all of these things and we have people in our you know both our pregnancy group and in the main fertility warrior support group who often ask questions like this oh my goodness this is happening i'm having all of these hot flushes and i'm feeling really faint what should i do um, we have women who sometimes fall pregnant oh my goodness i'm bleeding what should i do and the number one piece of advice is to always call your fertility clinic. I always recommend that you keep them in the loop. And especially when you're having side effects of medications and they're unexpected or they're quite worrying, to keep them in the loop because you may have the scenario where medications are really not agreeing with you. And that can be at the call of the fertility clinic as to whether they need to change this pronto whether they can change it pronto whether you need to stick it out for the next cycle but then maybe change for the next cycle but if you don't keep them in the loop and tell them that that's happening then they really can't help you and help tweak that and to give you an indication I actually ended up taking I feel like different medications on every cycle that I took because we were constantly tweaking and refining to get the best result so number seven on your journey is to be courteous and show good manners. And I think this is also to help other people on their fertility journey as well, not have to wait, you know, a thousand hours in the waiting room. And that's to be on time and also don't cancel your appointment at the last minute because then somebody else on the cancellation list can't really nab that up because they can't get there at the very last minute. So it's just kind of a courtesy thing. Make sure you allow enough time to get to your appointment at the fertility clinic. Make sure you set reminders in your phone to get there on time. Make sure your partner, if you are doing this with a partner, is right on top of it as well. And they've set enough time to get to the appointments. I lived in Japan for many years and being late is like a huge no-no 
in Japan. So I feel like I kind of nailed that. But And I'm sure that all of you are doing this as well and you all agree as well. But I needed to put it out there. Let's all be courteous and make sure that we show up on time to our appointments and also don't cancel at the last minute. Because if we need to cancel, we want another fertility warrior who is waiting, waiting, waiting to be able to take up that appointment. So my very last point slash tip on how to be a better patient at your fertility clinic is to send them some baby pictures. If you fall pregnant, when you fall pregnant, I want you to trust that this will happen to you. Keep them in the loop and let them know because this is ultimately why your fertility specialist is doing what they are doing. They have your best intentions at heart. I know that you pay them and I know that you pay other specialists, other coaches you might pay nutritionists and things like that but i want you to really understand that when you fall pregnant that helps their business Um, sometimes there is the misconception that a fertility clinic wants to stop you from falling pregnant because they want to keep you doing ivfs and iuis and things like that and that's a really short-term strategy because then their success rates would be in the mud They want really good success rates. They want everyone to fall pregnant straight away because imagine if they had 100% success rate, we would all, on the first try, we would all want to be at that fertility clinic. Uh, Likewise with coaches, nutritionists, naturopaths, everyone wants the best for you. They are going to put in 110, 1,010% to try and help you get there to the best um, ability that they can. So when that does happen, when there is success, honestly, it makes people so thrilled to know. Anyone who you have worked with on your journey would love to know when you have had a success and then when you do have a baby for you to send them a picture. So I think that as part of all of this, though, we need to really trust our fertility specialist and I think it's a kind of fine line but I think that when if we come back to number one which is ask them questions if you feel like you don't trust your fertility specialist you that comes back to you to maybe ask them questions what are your qualifications what are your success rates ask them if you are feeling unsure at what point will you tell me that I need to give up at what point will you determine that this treatment is not working and recommend something else at what point will you say to us okay now's the time to don't to use donor eggs so if you're feeling like you don't trust your specialist uh, or if you're feeling like they're not getting the results for you then absolutely let them know uh, and absolutely don't feel like you are obliged to stay at a particular clinic if you are not but definitely make sure that before you make those moves that you have asked them the right questions to determine whether or not you can trust them and to foster trust in your fertility clinic. So that today is my eight tips on how to be a better patient at your fertility clinic. Remember that my webinar is on. It's a free webinar where I'll talk you through five actions that you can take today to help you go from a stressed out warrior to a confident warrior on your journey to conceive. And to register for that webinar, it's on the 11th of May, go to robinburkin.com slash warrior W-O-R-R-I-E-R to register for that warrior. (laughs) See what I 
did there um, to register for the webinar. Uh, Thank you for joining me and I will catch you next time. Bye.